0: Well, good morning, everybody. Well, anybody. I'm just waiting for someone to show up. Whoa! Anybody in there? No one down there. No one up there either. Hmm. Well, eventually someone's going to show up, and I'm going to be sharing this in a couple of places, so you'll all get to see it from the beginning. And uh we'll go from there. Hi, Phil. How you doing this morning? Phil Hoffman. Ricky, how are you today from Arizona? I uh, hope you're staying dry there or, or out of the snow, whatever the case may be. Hi, Phil. Hi, Jay Black. Hey, I'm sitting in a convertible right now. It's in my garage. It's not outside. It's raining here. And I've owned a number of convertibles over the years. I love them. I mean, they're great to drive around in and, you know, put the top down, get a proper sunburn and, and the wind in your hair and, and you know what, I got to look back at those years that I had convertibles and I've had a number of them. Now, currently I'm in Peggy's Corvette convertible. It's in the garage. It lives in the garage for the most part, except when I get to drive it. Hi, Neil. How are you doing today? So, anyway, I've had a number of convertibles, and one thing they all had in common, they leak. Now, the convertible I have right now, our Corvette, it at least has roll-up windows. In the early days when I had my first convertibles, they were primarily British cars, and I loved them. I mean, I had four TR3s, two Bug-Eye or Frog-Eye Sprites, uh, MGB. It did have roll-up windows, though, it it was good in that respect. I had a Jag, it was called the Drop Head Coupe. It, it had roll up windows as well. And I've had a number of others over the years. And like I said, the biggest thing they have in common is they leak. Now, there are some, oh, unique things about some of these cars. And as you have these cars, you learn about those idiosyncrasies now one of the most exciting one i had i guess you could say was i had this tr3 it's my first tr3 Man, i loved that car i had been given a ride by a cousin in his tr3 when i was five years old was TR2. yeah probably was the tr2 back then but i tell you what i fell in love with sports cars And could not wait until I could afford my own. And my first one was a TR3. Now, there are some idiosyncrasies about that car that, uh, unless you're a knowledgeable owner, and I wasn't real knowledgeable at the time, there are things about them that can drive you a little crazy. Now, one of the things I, I noticed, I never had a flat tire, so I never had to use the jack. I never had to raise the car up to change the tire. I didn't have a floor jack anyway, so you use the jack that comes with the car. Now, since I never used it, I never looked at it. I never really knew how to use it. Triumph engineers, in their infinite wisdom, came up with a unique way of raising the car up when you had a change of flat tire. Now, unless you knew about this, like I didn't, You could be surprised in a rainstorm. So I'm driving down the street. I've got the top on my TR. I've got the side curtains up because it didn't have windows. It had these latch-on curtains that, well, they kind of protected you. But as you drove quicker, the water flowed through the gaps and so forth between the screens and the vinyl roof. That's not the issue in this case. In this case, we were staying relatively dry. I had added some additional weather stripping, I guess you could say, or flaps that kept the water out pretty well. And I was pretty happy with that. I was driving on Thanksgiving Day to uh, family for Thanksgiving dinner and hit a puddle. Okay, hit a puddle. So what? The jacking point for a TR-3 is right between your legs in front of the seat. There's a hole in the floor. Now, that hole is normally covered by a rubber grommet. I didn't have the rubber grommet. Well, a water spout reminiscent of Old Faithful came up through the floor in between my legs, hitting the roof of the car, splashing everywhere and everything in its path. I didn't know what to do other than just start laughing because it was the funniest thing that had ever happened to me. I went to my local British Leland dealer the following day and bought some of the rubber grommets to put in the floor. But regardless of which convertible I've had, there have been issues with leakage. At one point in time, I was asked to add the soap dish and towel rack or... Uh, Older vinyl roofs and canvas roofs tend to leak a little bit. Right, Terry? Well, hey, Nadal, how are you this morning as well? So, Amco, which was a sports car supplier, had these great vinyl roofs. And I must have changed a bunch of them on the bug eyes and on the... Now, one bug eye, I did have a removable hardtop. That kept it pretty weather tight. It still had side curtains, not windows. So it was okay. The Jaguar, well, I never really drove that in the rain. But I'm sure someone did over its lifetime. Because it was well over 20 years old when I got it. The MGs, they weren't too bad. Uh, Watered did seep in from different places, especially when you uh, would come to a stop, and the water would slide across the deck lid back through the rear window, because it kind of clipped in the back, and uh, it was okay when you were going forward, but water running down your back wasn't all that bad, except when it was cold. It was usually cold when it was raining. The water was normally cold, too, so. All right, Uh, the price you pay for having a wonderful sports car. Yep, Terry says, except he had an 85 Mustang convertible. Yeah, you know, they're pretty good. Now, I've had a number of cars with T-tops. Those are cars with a, a fixed roof rather than a cloth convertible roof. And they, too, leak. Yeah, they can be sealed as best as you can. I, I, On one of my cars with the T-top, I actually sealed it shut. It would never be opened again. It still leaked right at the corner of the windshield. It would just drip. I carried a little towel with me in the car for those rainy days when I drove the car. And uh, it would absorb most of the water. At least enough before the, my knee would get wet on the way home from work or on my way into work. But convertibles are kick, and I love them. I've had a number of them. And I'll have more. Now, I, I prefer driving them with the top down in the early mornings or early evenings when the sun's not quite above you. But on hot days, well, that's why I have air conditioning now mg didn't have that and triumphs didn't have that they they had good airflow though so uh, that was good Corey says my 89 vet convertible never leaked never drove it in the now, I've, I've got I have uh, the 90 what have I got I got a 2001 c5 Corvette that's Peggy's car and um, it leaks it leaks you park it it leaks. When we kept it outside, we used to take trash bags and cover the roof, but it would find its way right past the windows, usually right in the corner, right where the windshield and the top would meet. And we'd cover it up with bags, and it stayed dry inside, but Peg had to drive it to work. So she'd have to put the plastic bags back on and hope it stayed relatively dry. It's kind of like washing the interior whenever it rained. The only problem is you sat in it sometimes, and that could be a little uncomfortable. Besides, when you're going to the grocery store, it's hard to explain that big wet spot on the bottom of your trousers. And that's the truth. But would I own another convertible? Yeah, I would. I like them. Like I said, I've had a whole handful of them. A couple of MGs, a couple of Austin Healy's, the Sprites not the full-size Ely's. Um, got the Corvette now. It's pegs. I'm in it right now, as a matter of fact. I've had a couple of cars with T-tops. Got two right now. Got one right now, too. My, uh, Corvette, my 89, just like yours, uh Corey. I don't drive it in the rain. Uh, matter of fact, lately, I haven't been able to drive it at all. Haven't been able to get it out of the garage because there's all this stuff blocking it. They call it a camper trailer. But, uh, I do drive it in the summertime with the top on. And I've got two tops for that one. I've got the translucent top. That is so you can properly bake on a hot day. And I've got the solid roof. And I keep the solid roof on just to keep myself from baking during the day. Now, for those of you who uh, like the open-air feel, Ford came out with a Skyliner. And in 1954... It had this gorgeous plexi or glass roof that was the front half of the car. Oh, it was great. You could look up. You could see the sky. You could see everything around you. And on nice sunny days, you felt like a hamburger sitting on the shelf waiting for someone to take you from McDonald's. It cooked you. But they did that for a number of years. Then, uh, in the 70s, GM came out with t Oh, yeah. Clear or translucent teetops were tinted just a bit to try and keep that heat away from you, but you still cooked. They finally came up with a shade that went on the inside that tried to keep you from cooking. But as long as you had... So today, it's raining here. It's raining pretty good here, actually. We've got a bunch of rain, and it's been coming down pretty hard all day. So I'm relegated to staying home today because Peg's got the vehicle that doesn't leak. And I've got the Corvette that does leak. So I'm not going out in the rain unless I wear a raincoat and cover the seats up. But I love my convertibles. I hope you do, too, if you had one. Now, think about the history. Now, I, you know, convertibles, man, they were the first thing. There weren't closed vehicles. The first vehicles that came out were open vehicles. There were Touring's. Cars. There were roadsters. They had no roofs, or they had a roof, but they had no side curtains. Even the Ford Model A Woody station wagons did not have side windows. They had side curtains. They snapped in place. They were somewhat weather resistant, but you got to remember in that day, Ford didn't put heaters in cars either. There was an aftermarket company that made an exhaust manifold heater, where it was kind of boxed on top and you ran a tube through the firewall of the vehicle now the air coming through the radiator would push through the exhaust manifold grab the hot air from that and run it into your car you had a little flapper valve that you could adjust how much airflow came in the car but that was the first heaters that were available on cars and ford did not put that in theirs now convertibles again they're great they're fun but in the rain, get ready to get wet, because you will. I'm Hot Rod Bob, and this was kind of a satirical look at convertibles. You've got gas, the morning edition, here from sunny, or soggy, Southern California. You have a great day. Today's show brought to you by BUA, Beach Underwriting. Irwindale Drag Strip and Speedway, and we're supposed to be racing Thursday night. That's right, it's supposed to be dry tomorrow, just raining today, so we'll see you there, hopefully. Good morning, Don Gatty, how are you? David and Linda, Patton, and Linda Patton, how are you this morning? Irwindale Speedway, Irwindale Dragstrip, and Valley Head Service. And let's see, Corey says his wife tells him she's in love with convertibles when I took her out in a 1959 Plymouth. Yeah, those things were huge. Gosh, that's a car that would be in two zip codes at the same time. Anyway, guys, you have a great day. This is Hot Rod Bob, and you've had gas, the morning edition. Hope you get better by the end of the day. And I hope you're staying dry and warm wherever you may be. Now, I I guess in Bahrain, it's it's still kind of warm out there, isn't it? Good for you. Stay, stay. All right, guys, take care. You have a great day. This is Hot Rod Bob, and you got gas.